Okay, so welcome to the Nios podcast. This week we started off with the I don't know, like the, the shaking sounds, I guess, of uh, a band called um, Love Gang, and uh, this is out on uh, Heavy Psych Sounds. That was a song called "Blinded by Fear." Absolutely brilliant stuff. Really sort of uplifting kind of start. I think uh, they've said this is all recorded uh, like full analog and um, on tape to capture this like raw sound. And I think they've they've got this kind of um, I don't know, like classic rock sound from it, haven't they? It's amazing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it sounds. It doesn't say any standard kind of stoner rock or anything like that. And I, I like that about it. It's, you know, I mean, it, it's it's heavy sex sounds. It was, we both picked a track off heavy sex sounds this week, which just points to, you know, how they're, if anything, increasing, you know, increasingly prolific and they, they're maintaining that incredible like quality they have and from bands across the globe as well. And they're just the perfect band from this label. Like, like what I look to, you know, from heavy sex sounds, you know, something which is, I, you know, I'd not heard of them necessarily before and instantly fall in love with them. And the the fact that, you know, those, you know, like you say, classic rock, they, they name check a lot of bands, but, you know, from the 70s, which is no surprise, but there's not a Black Sabbath in sight. You know, it's Cream and MC5 yeah. and Budgie. And, you know, it's that's a clean sound, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, it's this song is like a sparkling, like, warp through time to another era. And it sounds magnificent with it. You know, every element is spot on, like including the vocals as well. Like just to shout that out on those, you know, you know, all of it's, 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 per- you know, pitch perfect, but you can imagine the vocals like so often in this type of thing, just sound out of place or sound like, you know, like just don't sound right, but they've got it, you know, they, they really nail it. So, you, you know, you just feel like you're back in that time. I got completely like carried away list to it. Mm. I think like the, the measure of it is like every time I listen to it, you know, from, I was in a, a brighter mood that, you know, in a brighter mind than when I'd started, which is a brilliant sign. Oh, definitely. I think um, that that's my gripe um, with some stoner rock that we, we maybe play and, and like we, we get sent tons. Um, yeah. The vocals, they, they just kind of let it down, but this, mm. yeah, it, it's just bright and it, you know, it sounds hopeful in a weird way. So um, that's why I kind of dug it so much, but yeah, great, great record. I've actually listened to the whole thing and it's, um, Yes, it's really something. I think um, it's one to kind of herald in, like you know, the sun actually shining in the UK at the moment. Um, it feels it feels uh, apt, yeah, to play this. So, yeah, really enjoyed that. Um, so, as ever, it's the Nine Hertz podcast. It's uh, nine amazing tracks that we've heard uh, this week and last. Um, next, we're going to go straight into um, some sort of um, horrible psych um deathy kind of um hollow to be honest <laughs> like following that uh you know euphoric um like uplifting stuff we're going straight into i don't know just like a confusing um bad acid trip or something this is um the ever amazing ivoid hanger records who have released um an album by uh an artist uh, called scrying mirror um now this this sounds like D in its um in its kind of um like uh maybe origins but yeah the um the record's called Omni The album's called Omni Malevolence, and it's just um, a very confusing. Um, it feels like a rush of confusion and and like malice. I don't know, just coming at you all at once. And I think they've said like the songs all meld into each other, and you'll you'll hear this track just starts as if it's already been playing for like centuries. And yeah, it's just like being attacked by by sound. Um, I don't know what else is to add, Pete. It's just mad, isn't it? 
It is. I, I, I love this. Um, yeah. You know, similarly on this podcast, you know, like we've got the complete opposites of Love Gang and then this stuck together, which is brilliant. I love that. I, I had um, one of the other bands, Golden Grass, who we're going to play later. And then in, straight into this, and it was just like, you know, just the, oh the <laughs> immediate kind of golf in intensity, just like, you know, like I was kind of lounged back and then all of a sudden like shocked away. Um, but yeah, that's brilliant. You know, that this is this is what we like to do on the podcast. So, um, you know, the fact that it was on I Void, Void Hunger meant it was on, you know, I was eyeing this up for selection too. And it's just, it's just incredible. You know, they, it's from um, the brains behind Evangelist. And I, I, you know, that's a band I've been listening to a bit recently, just by chance really. I came across one of their records on vinyl, like really cheap, really luckily, like a double, uh, double record. And it's this, you know, that is this strange black metal black psychedelia thing and this you know so you, you can see it's from the same kind of same mindsets um this obviously is you know more death metal orientated approach but it's still got that chaotic whirlwind that, like crazed kaleidoscopic effect you know upon listening to it I, I i adored this you know just from one song it shows how like how dangerous and exciting extreme music can be when you move away from like the standard like psychological and musical conventions that this is, you know, it's, it's, I suppose the best way to say is it's perfect example of I void hunger and what they do. Absolutely. I mean, I I still don't quite know how people write music like this. I mean, we've been playing such psychedelic, you know, black metal, death metal for, for a good year now, at least. And I still don't know how people come to make this together. Like, you know, how do you come to a practice and say, right, I just want to make something that sounds like, being swallowed by a black hole or something it's just like right you know you must just come with this Mm. either pre-made or um just let it flow and it's just mad um so yeah as we say this starts really really suddenly so uh sort of brace yourselves for this this is fractals you can get this at i-voidhangerrecords.bandcamp.com
Okay, so that was the sounds of Scrying Mirror. That was just uh, like almost too much for me, but brilliant. Uh, next up, Pete, I absolutely love this. Uh, a band called Finis Hominis from uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil. And I had absolutely no idea what to expect from this one. And it, it just starts with this. It reminds me of like late 90s grindcore, you know, all those kind of um, samples from obscure films or documentaries and you know, this this is brilliant. You know, there's like quite a tense sounding um, sample and then it just goes into the most horrible sludge you can imagine. Um, big tick from me straight away. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think actually. The, you know, like we, we played quite a lot of bands from Brazil, um, but most of it is has been like either like heavy psych or, mm. you know, there's bands who kind of infuse like tribal drumming and things like that, you know, Papango, for, for example. I don't, I can't recall any band, I don't think, who just played up straight up sludge like this. I mean, I'm sure it's there, but, but you know, like I just, I've never been tapped into anything from there until I found this, which I came across this week. And I was just like, you know, right, great, I've got something. And it's that kind of blunt force approach. You know, once you get past the sample, it, it feels like pure distilled sludge. You know, like almost like flies through calling points as well. In the even just in the first two minutes alone, you've got a start which is slow and dirty doom. Um, it, there's that kind of slight pick up in pace which is thrilling, and then almost uh, I hate God nods here and there, and, mm. and you know you, you're not even halfway through. The whole thing then just like corrodes in on itself, um, like way before the end, and it's just this kind of curdling guttural vocal call you know to the dying light and then you've got the guitars which are like in the complete death throes and static you know it, it, it's it's sludge it's everything you want from sludge dirty and grimy and horrible and it's great for it so you know of course we're gonna love this absolutely this this is right up our street absolutely loved it uh so yeah we're gonna play a song called jakai the album's called sordid amest and it's by finis hominis you can get this at finis hominis dash sludge.bankamp.com Manteniéndonos con la política de WZR Inténtalo, tienes que arreglarlo Y completa noticia de reportes locales sangrientos y con tripas El canal 30 les presentará lo que se cree que es algo nuevo para la televisión. A todo color, un exclusivo reportaje de un intento de suicidio.
So from Brazil, uh, we're heading straight over to Venezuela um, for this one-man uh, sort of raw black metal sort of project uh, by a guy called Messiah in the Abyss. Um, this this struck me um, as just a very, um, I don't know, like, it, of course it's raw, but it's got this kind of, um, I don't know, like a gothic undertone. And it's, it's very sort of like um, everything's on red, like everything's um, pumped to like everything's like been pushed to the absolute maximum in terms of volume, and it's just very unpleasant. Um, what did you make of it, Pete? It's, it's an odd release, isn't it? It is, yeah. I I, I was I surprised myself um, by how much I like this. You know, I, I've said I've said a, a fair few times recently. I haven't you know actively listened to much black metal in the last year or two, but this kind of this clicked with me. Um, you know, you go to you know, like the oddness. I agree with as well. You click, you click on the uh, the band's um, band camp, and they mention the like mention Dungeon Synth, and so I was expecting something different. But mm. I'm guessing they must have eclectic releases, you know, if that's the case, because this is you know, this is just raw black metal. I mean, it's touching on almost the depressive side of things. Yeah. Um, but you know the fact that it's solo. This you hear so many and see so many kind of solo black metal releases like weekly. This flies way above you know that that mm. multitude in terms of its quality. Um, and yeah, you know I think we both said it, how raw it is, and that's true, and that's necessary, of course. But but what grabbed me is how packed the sound is you know it's not thin or weak it's not it's not like a single guitar in a in a tin it's it's like completely overloaded you know overbearing on your senses and it and it kind of hits you as you listen to it i, th- I thought it was really impressive um it's out on the uk label as well and i think just to kind of say as well they, they've got it as um as 50p minimum download so you know anyone even vaguely kind of into black metal this is a you know this is just something a bit different and you know at that price there's no excuses absolutely and um yeah i think you know 100 copies on a, on a uk label that's that's going to be snapped up i think so yeah be quick if you kind of want to hear this but yeah the, the whole record is just very strange and it feels um i think yeah like you say if if you're going to listen to raw black metal it's usually this kind of very wispy sound and, and it might sound slightly unpleasant this sounds like it's it's up close and personal and just very overbearing, like you say. So, yeah, really interesting sounding release, quite unique sounding. I think that's why I was drawn to it, really. So really amazing stuff. Um, you can hear this at messiahintheabyss.bandcamp.com uh, or you can head to Death Prayer Records. Um, we're going to play a song from Epigram of the Unjust. This is I'm Hate. <laughs>
So going across the world uh, this week, um, absolutely um, like whirlwind tour of the world here. Uh, that was uh, a band called Messiah in the Abyss from uh, Venezuela. Next up, we've got the return of Basalt Shrine, a uh, band from the Philippines who we played uh, back in probably June or July uh, 2022. And yeah, um, the, the record was called From Fiery Tongues and I think we were both big fans. So it's great to see them back. The new release here is uh, called The Immutable Eminence of Despair. It's like a single track release. And um, yeah, it's it's more kind of, I, won't, I don't want to say um, more of the same, but it's this, I don't know, punishing kind of um, very atmospheric. I, I don't know, like I, I'm at a loss as to call it sludge because I think it's bigger than that. Um, mm. How would you describe it, Pete? Well, I, I thought at one point, you know, I was thinking... There was bits of it that I thought like Yob and Neurosis rolled into one, but again, that's oversimplifying it. You know that that's you know bringing it back to kind of journalistic, you know, name some bands. I think I think they've got a lot about them. I really um, have a lot of time for them since since I came across them. That album last year from Fiery Tongues was absolutely one of my top ten albums of last year. Um, and I still listen to it. So you know, still listen to the tape. The tape came out on Cruel Nature, the Newcastle label. Um, so. I d- the only this came out on New Year's Day as well. It was like a great kind of um, present for the new year, and I only didn't play it on the first podcast of the year because I thought I talked about him enough last year. You know, I thought I needed to give it a bit of a break. You know, on the podcast, on end of year list, etc. But I've just continued to listen to the track, you know, all month, and and I'm still picking up new things from it as well. It, it, so I just felt it it was right, regardless of all that. It just feels like you know whatever it is, however you describe it, it's like this. It's grand scale doom terraforming. You know, it, it it doesn't lose sight of you know the need for intensity and heaviness. It's got you know like this blunt bassy sound early on. It's laid with post metal guitars at a point that bring like a misty atmosphere, and then the vocals, you know, sludgy back of the throat screeches. I, I do, it's it's got so much going on. It's ten minutes. You know, it's long. It's ten minutes, but still, even even you know within that, there's it feels like an hour because it's got you know it's got so many elements to it um you know this is a band with everything in front of them you know hopefully more music this year including hopefully a new album because i think they, they really are one of the bands to watch they've got something something really special definitely really really enjoyed this and it's um i think yeah like you say it's it's got a lot to give um, despite its 10 minutes runtime, it feels like yeah, it feels like a lot more. So yeah, can't wait to hear more. Like I really hope, like you say, there's going to be an album this year. Really, really cool. Um, so yeah, if you want to hear this, um, you can head to basaltshrine.bandcamp.com. Uh, yeah, like we say, the song is called "The Immutable Eminence of Despair."
a case that was a return of Basalt Shrine. Um, our second pick from Heavy Psych Sounds Records um, is The Golden Grass this week. And uh, yeah, this is off their new record, uh, Life is Much Stranger. Um, now, this kind of just hit me as like, I don't know, there's um, kind of a, a sense of like boogie and, and like blues in this. I just thought there was such energy to it in a similar way to uh, Love Gang. Um, it's got that kind of uplifting kind of spirit to it. And I think um, Heavy Psych Sounds are very good at picking out bands that sound, I don't know, like they're carving their own path. And I think this is another example of that. Um Pete, have we played this before? I, I seem to remember the name. Um, no, I I did. Um, I, I looked it up because I, I knew of the band and it was from a Heavy Sex Sound sampler many years ago, like probably six, seven years wow. ago, I think. Um, so I, I think I may have only heard one song there. I did review it for the website back you know, pre-podcast days. Um, but I don't think I've followed up or even heard them since, which is you know, obviously an error on my part, especially when you hear this. But I'm glad, yeah, you know, I'm glad they've got a new album out, so I can kind of correct that. They're, mm. you know, much in the same way as Love Gang. You know, it is extremely, you know, retro facing, without Black Sabbath being the, you know, the one thing which covers it all, which is, you know, which is unusual in itself. You know, for our podcast at least, it reminds me if, if, if anyone, and this is oversimplifying it as well. Um, and, and probably only because my partner's been on a kind of on a kick of list of this recently, but early Aerosmith, you know, like that type of thing. That's what yeah. I've been listening to that all the time. And it's, and, wow. you know, some of it's starting to grow off a bit. I, I did notice <laughs> that there is one bit where it's like, it's just, it's almost like a nice driving paranoid ish riff in there, but it's mm. not central. It's, you know, it's not, it's not the main feature. It's just, you know, just a part of it. It's, you know, it's got a slight air of easygoing psychedelia. Um, you know, you just—I I think you've, you've got to love those that the all-in retro vibe. You know, that it, it isn't modernized, it isn't compromised, it's not bulked out with a proto doom way. It's not even bulked out with the stoner rock. You know, kind of late '90s sound. It is just pure, unfiltered Americana of like a long time ago. Yeah, just a lot of fun, I think, and. Mm. Yeah, it's got this kind of like warm familiarity to it, maybe. I think that's uh, that's kind of what stood out. But yeah, really, really cool. And um, Heavy Psych Sounds is one I, I kind of um, try and listen to everything they put out. And it's not always, I think w- what's great about them is that they're kind of always very varied. So I might not like absolutely everything they put out, but they just have such gems just, just strewn about their, their sort of back catalogue. So yeah, really, really excited to, to play this. So uh, like I say, the, uh, <clears throat> so like I say, the, uh, artist is called The Golden Grass. Uh, the album's called Life is Much Stranger. You can get this at heavypsychsounds.bandcamp.com. We could play a song called Howling.
So that was the golden grass. Uh, next up, uh, we've got the return of remote viewing. Now, um, for those who have been paying attention the last, I don't know, 20 years, uh, remote viewing are like made up of members of um, Pale Horse and um, Sly and the Family Drone, Nitowski and quite a few others. Um, the first record was fantastic. Um, this is their sort of follow-up, Modern Addictions. Uh, now, this is fantastic. I think I've been listening to this since about November. I think I got sent it quite early. Um Big fan of this band. Um, were you were you with me when we saw them at um, Desert First, Pete? No, I was not. Oh, was that the morning you weren't feeling too uh, good? Yes, that was sadly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. They they kind of they they burned away my hangover. I think that day. So um, yeah, it was great fun uh, in a very very packed Black Heart. Um, yeah, this band is sort of I don't know like a, an amalgam of um, like sludge metal and and kind of unpleasant hardcore to me and yeah they're just fantastic and and yeah this this kind of album kind of seals that deal really uh great to see out on human worth as well mm. yeah yeah you know i mean we, we, i'm sure we've said it before but payloads were a special band and they yeah. it was you know the problem was not enough people knew not enough people got to hear them and i'm not sure you know that's not a snobby snobbish thing it was just for whatever reason it just never happened did it, it never fully happened that they exploded because you know those those who did hear them. It was almost like an inevitable conclusion that they'd they they'd fall in love with them. Um, and you know, thankfully, remote, you know, remote viewing aren't pale horse. You know, the the you know musically, or I'm, I'm sure it's different members and things like that. But you know, it, it does feel like it bridges the gap a bit. You know, for those you know, like for kind of missing that band. Um, and then, like I say, yeah, they add to it. There's it's just got this potent potion of hardcore and noise rock and and sludge venom. It reminds me, particularly on this track, it, it reminds me of Opium Lord as well. Like in its way, oh, yeah. it's kind of got on the surface. It's you know that it's got this quite base ugliness to it, but then a little beneath the surface, it looks a hell of a lot more going on. You know, it's like an invention that truly brings it to life. I'm just really, you know, I'm glad Remote Viewing are back because this is a really strong release. I'm, I'm glad there are labels out there like Human Worth who will give, you know, give this to a wider audience because this is a band that should, you know, should be more than a secret pleasure to, to like, you know, just a few people like Pale Horse, you know, almost, you know, Pale Horse, you know, they weren't that, you know, people do know them, but hopefully Remote Viewing kind of can go further. So, yeah, I mean, this, this is an absolutely, um, like bang on kind of band to, to release via human worth as well. They, they join like such um, amazing bands. And um, it's quite interesting um, that human worth obviously give um, sort of profits from whatever they do to, to various charities. I think they change it every time. So I think they might, you know, consult with the band and and, and ask, you know, like, where do you want this to go? Um, this is going to the Trussell Trust, which is fantastic uh, food bank, kind of charity uh, who do great work so yeah again amazing work from human worth and and great work from remote viewing like this is absolutely brilliant um i just looked it up and it's actually 20 years since um the pale horse debut um hmm. gee that oh, wow. ain't swell um yeah i guess if, if anyone from um remote viewing listens to this and um maybe wants to do like i don't know like a look back on that album 20 years later i can't believe that uh, it'd be amazing uh, they actually weirdly um seeing uh, you know remote viewing in camden uh, reminded me of seeing uh, pale horse in camden like for some reason i, I associate pale horse <laughs> with you know the camden underworld i think i saw them with dukes of nothing in about 2004 or something um 
so yeah, it's just imprinted on my mind. Um, so it's quite weird to sort of, uh, yeah, see them last year at, at Desert Fest. But yeah, amazing band. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to, to sort of hear this. Um, I think I'm going to be getting this final, to be honest. Who am I kidding? It's, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can already see it in my collection. So yeah, really, really uh, sort of love this. Um, so we're going to play a song called Your Opinion is Wrong. Um, absolutely amazing title as, as ever. Um, the album's called Modern Addictions. You can get this via humanworth.bandcamp.com.
okay, so that was new remote viewing there on Human Worth Records. Absolutely amazing. Next up is the uh, new record from Allfather, A Violent Truth. Um, now, Allfather have been, I don't know, I've kind of noticed them more in the last year or so, um, purely because of their politics. Like, they've been kind of commenting on on so many things on, on Twitter. I think they're quite sort of active on there. Um yeah, and this kind of made me listen to them for the first time properly. I, I kind of give them a cursory uh, listen here and there, but this has really kind of um, steeped my interest, really. So, um, yeah, really, really impressed by this. I've been going for ages, and I, I just don't know how I've not seen them or heard them before. Um, but, yeah, just really enjoyed this. Um, what did you reckon, Pete? It's, um, it's kind of fierce, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, similarly, it's a band I know the name of, and have done for many years. And they're from our scene, they're from the UK. Yeah, I've never seen them live. I'm How's not even happened? sure. Yeah, I've not even sure I've heard much of their previous output. And I, I, you know, I don't know how that is. It's, you know, it's, it's a black mark against our name, I guess. But yeah. So, yeah, you know, like now they've got an album. I thought, right, it's especially, you know, and then you picked it. I thought, right, finally, chance to kind of listen. And I, th- I had preconceived ideas of what they, they are and they may be, but it, it wasn't, you know, it didn't meet the, uh, in any way. Um, it's faster, more aggressive. It's less doom than I thought it would be, you know, than what I kind of pictured them as. It's, it's got this kind of true heavy metal heart in there as well. You can hear it in the in the solo guitar elements. And then, which the best bit for me, there's this kind of all too brief moment of just all out hardcore frenzy that truly goes for it. And you know that that was like um, like a shot of adrenaline at that moment. Yeah, the albums. I mean, this is their pre-release song. The albums now until thirty-first of March. But you know, I've kind of made a note in my calendar to check check it out because I, I do. You know, I'm really intrigued now. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting, and I think there's so much going on. Like, it's it's quite a sort of groove laden kind of thing. Um, but the lyrics are fantastic. Like, really, um, yeah, I think that fierce kind of left wing political things comes through, and it's. Um, you know, we've had enough sort of thing. The, the message seems to be like, we've had enough, like, fuck off. Um, mm. So, yeah, really, really excited by that. Um, yeah, I think um, I'm going to sort of delve into the back catalogue. I think I remember certain records, like, in, in this, like, uh, discography coming out, um, for some reason, just not ever checked them out. So, um, yeah, shame on us, really. Um, so if you want to hear this, you can go to allfather1.bandcamp.com. The record's called A Violent Truth. And uh, yeah, this pre-release song we're going to play is called Take Their Eyes.
Okay, so that was Allfather. Uh, next up, we're going to finish with a band called Nephilim's Noose, which is a fantastic name in itself, but we've just been marvelling at the name of the city they're from called Medicine Hat in Alberta. Um, comes from like um, you know indigenous tribes and, and their names for things. So yeah, yeah, go and look it up. It's fascinating. But yeah, more about the music. This is crushing and like completely unpleasant. I, I absolutely loved it, Pete. This is one that I've I've kind of stuck on a few times and at, at the sort of cost of not listening to everything else properly this week. <laughs> it's just that good. Um, yeah, it's, it's like uh, they do, some of it is described as like swinging like a bloodied axe from crushing doom to black and death metal. And I think they've covered that and more. I think that's what <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. from this. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, I've heard loads of good death doom in the last, I don't know, two, three months. Um, all the kind of the usual suspect labels, you know, like um, Everlasting Spew, uh, Misako, Caligari, they're, they're all, they've, they've increased their activity, which is, a, you know, an incredible thing. You know, they've, they've not relented. Christmas and New Year hasn't stopped them. So it feels like every other day we're coming, you know, I find a new Death Doom release to, to listen to and to devour, and it's all great. But I don't think anything has, has kind of excited me as much as this one, which I just happened across on Bandcamp. Um, what, what I really liked about it is it's the, the explosive moments where they launch out from the lurching, morose doom into this frenzied death metal, you know, like just slow to fast and, and, and just a blur. And then also, similarly, in, then when they go back again, you know, when they just suddenly um, sink into the swampy mire. It's, it's those transitions which is a completely electric I just yeah I, I, you know I, 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 you come out of the whole thing you know 10 minutes after starting you feel like muddied and bruised and it's like slightly dopey with it but just absolutely exhilarated I, I, I thought this is a, a really really good record definitely yeah I think I know exactly what you mean and at points I was like what are they doing you know when you <laughs> kind of uh, exclaim to yourself you're like whoa yeah. that's that's kind of how I felt about this so um yeah, just overwhelming. Um, and yeah, this is why we do the podcast, uncover stuff like this and sort mm. of give it a bit of a platform. So, you know, who's, who else is going to hear this? Um, truthfully, you know, in in, uh, in our sort of like um, loud kind of um, fast release kind of world. Mm. Absolutely amazing. So, yeah, it looks like they've got about three or four releases out. Um, they've been going for quite a while, it looks like, um, possibly since about 2018. So, um, yeah, this is the first we've heard of them and I- I'm going to, absolutely delve back into their, their back catalogue. Um, so the um, record's called Blood Chance of Impiety and you can get this at nephilimsnoose.bandcamp.com. That name is fantastic. Uh, we're going to play a song called Cloaked in Chain, The Sanguinary Altar. 